Welcome back to LA is our house, everybody. This is episode 265. We are coming off of two rivalry games and unfortunately two defeats, both three to two score lines, uh, which normally would mean that someone is about to lose their job in literally any other part of the world, but we are the galaxy and that's little to no chance that that's actually happening. <laughs> Here, Talk to me about that, Mr. David Arona. Who's who's losing their job though? Like honestly, like who who would be the first one to fall? Mikey Stevens, probably. <laughs> we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, I am your host, Louis Barone, and because I'm your host, uh, Bobby will not be here with us today as he is feeling under the weather. So hopefully he will be back with us next week. All right. So two games. We have an El Trafico game. We have the Cali Classico. And uh, drop the ball on both of them. Um, let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's get let's obviously go in, in chronological order. So last Friday we go into the stank. Um, man, three, and, three two and, loss. And and boy oh boy, when when you say go into the stank, I mean like truer words have not been spoken. Um, so I don't know if you heard about this before, even before the game list. Um. As you know, there's a little bit of a, a rivalry, not only with the fans and the team itself, but also apparently the organization of uh, LAFC and and the shadow of the Galaxy. Because honestly, like, I don't think the Galaxy fans treat the... I mean, sorry, I don't think the Galaxy like front office treats LAFC fans the same way that the LAFC front office treats Galaxy fans. Um, like, it's almost like they train their people to like look down on Galaxy fans. Like, even the even the neutral people that are working like security in the stadiums, or like the concession people, or the sheriffs that are there. It's almost like they go in there and, and basically saying like these people are trash. Treat them like trash because that's how like literally that's how our fans get treated when we go to the bank. Um, Sheriffs had said have told Galaxy fans go back to Carson. Um, y- you know, wow. Um, but the the front office of the LAFC team, um, as as you know, the last time we had El Trafico that was scheduled on on MLS slate, we praised the Galaxy and the way they beefed up their security, the way they handled. Uh, the flow of traffic and how they got LAFC fans in and out and separated them from supporters. They had sections where like no LAFC gear allowed beyond this point. Um, and I, I think for the most part that that game went off relatively like without incident. Now, LAFC's response to that was to confined the Galaxy fans into an ultra-small space. Um, a lot of people were comparing it to a jail yard, or a prison yard, sorry. Um, and more importantly, they took away the use of the facilities. Galaxy fans literally could not use the bathrooms at the stadium. They had to go to porta-potties. That, to me, is a petty, small-dick move. Uh, 
Unpopular opinion here. I love okay. the petty. I love the pettiness. No, but come on, man. Look, 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 like, look. What's the what's, here, here, what's the reason? Here, here. here, here, here it is. Here it is. I love the fucking pettiness. That's the first one. A, I love the pettiness. B, fuck that organization. Like, don't make any mistake. I get it that I'm on the ass end of that. Okay. Um, and I understand that anyone who's on the uh, the ass end of the of said pettiness of said, you know, that is obviously not going to be happy, going to be crying foul, going to be uh, talking trash about the people who you know put that upon them. I totally get that. I mean, if it was me, I'd be the same way. Like, oh, you fucking assholes, right? And I still agree that they're assholes. It, it, they're a cult. You know, I, I mean, I, I still stick to that. They're a cult. Literally. They all share the same mindset. It's the same thing over and over again. None of them have any originality. Um, uh, they're, it's like, it, it's almost... Uh, uh, sad that they're almost like robotic in their responses they're very predictable uh it's again i i've ran to lafc fans i ask them the same questions and it's the same answer um statistically speaking i'm gonna have to eventually run into one person that isn't like that i've yet to do it <laughs> mm-hmm. i've have yet to do it it's actually kind of an, a, a weird anomaly because again this laws of probability dictates that eventually i'm gonna step away from it i haven't yeah. It hasn't well, they, you know, yet. they did they did go to training seminars when they first started. Right. So again, I, I will I will dial this hill as well that this is a cult. This is very much a cult. They are all under the same influence, the the same, you know, whatever they were fed, that they, they bought into it or they're they're one hundred percent behind it. Uh you look at like all the all the fans out there, you know, uh LAFC, um it's it, it'll say LAFC you know, this guy, LAFC, that guy, LAFC, this, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's all the same thing. There's no originality. It's, it's, it's whatever, but not to mention they're very unhealthy. Yeah. Uh, um, obsession with hating us rather than really like supporting their yeah, team. It, it's not, yeah, it's, it's never about them. That's why they don't know anything about their team. They know everything about us. Um, and it, it's not about winning titles. It's about beating us. It's not about yeah. buying their merchandise. It's about buying merchandise that has hatred. Yeah, it says it's, it's not about right. Yeah, it says <laughs> it fuck the galaxy. galaxy on it. <laughs> it says galaxy on it. It has our trophies on it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it has nothing to do with it's their adorable. team. It's, it really is. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's sad. Adorable. It's actually really, really sad, and that's my pettiness of it, that you're so small. I look down on you. I really do. I want to say that. I look down on you, straight up. I, I, I'm not even going to shy away from that. I see you wearing a hat. I see you wearing that jersey. I know I'm better than you. 100% I know I'm better than you for multiple reasons. I don't want to know you. I don't have to know you. I just know I'm better than you, and I'm not even going to shy away from that. Anyway, we're, we're, we're digressing here. <laughs> hey, I, I – um, all for the pettiness. I really am. I'm all about it. I just wish our organization would do something similar. That's all. Because I guess it comes with the territory. I Again, if we're getting the asking of it, but our front office isn't really doing it, it kind of sucks. And again, if I'm over there, yeah, it would suck. I would be upset, but I get it. I get it. I really do. So in a way, yeah, it sucks, but you have to understand that, yeah, that's, you kind of come with the territory. 
right? I, like I said, I, I just wish that our our organize, organization would do something similar. You treat so what, them. What would the what what would the the proper like petty response be to LAFC? Would it be like giving them our list of potential DP signings that we're gonna make next? <laughs> I don't know. I I I, I that I would know. hook them up. I guess. Um, whatever it is, whatever the 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 mind games or whatever the um, like the Galaxy FO has uh, to be better at that, man. I mean, yeah. you know, just like everything else, they're just like floundering at things. I, that, I, I know we're not, but look, look again. We're digressing here, but I know we're not putting our faith in the front office to do something correct, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of a moot point to talk about. Um, let's talk about the game here. Let's get back <laughs> into the game. All right, let's talk about the game. Uh, three or two loss. Um, many Galaxy fans were not upset at this. Room. No, I mean, I, I, honestly, not mad. Not mad at yeah, this game. It, it yeah. was it was a game where I felt well. Well, it, that that was unlucky. I thought that I, you know, there's there's a lot of things that that I think in the minutiae of the game could have gone our way. Uh, Efrain Alvarez should have 100 should have had a penalty. They, I don't even think they they entertained the thought <laughs> they yeah. were going to give him a penalty, which was ridiculous. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not mad at it. You know what's funny is. So we, we talked about this in Balls of Beer. We talked about this in the last couple of weeks. We, we, we all call the season for the Galaxy. We're, we're done. We're, we're not making the playoffs. We're, we don't have any faith that this team is going to, uh, you know, do anything this season. Um, and then, and then we, we get that 4-0 win against Montreal, um, which was nice. But I don't think that changed our mindset, right? Did you, did you second-guess yourself? After that Montreal win? Not at all. No. Okay. I didn't really either. I was like, oh, that's nice. Uh, after the LAFC game, I found myself second-guessing myself. I was like, well, that was actually a pretty good game. And they did. It was sloppy as hell. It was very obvious that we need somebody in the midfield. We need a central midfielder. We did get uh, Brugman. Um, not a creative midfielder, but... Somebody who we're going to add to the midfield mix and hopefully bring some stability to the midfield, which we desperately, desperately, desperately need. Um, with Dejan Jovalik, you know, starting to heat up, um, you know, say what you will about whatever she does for me is I'll, I, I will die on the hill that it's the European offseason. So he's not going to be in form right now. As soon as the European season starts, he's going to start to pick it up again. Uh, assuming he doesn't get injured. Um, I I found myself second guessing myself after the LAFC game because for for the players that had a bad game, which was uncharacteristic, I thought we still did pretty well, which made me second guess. No, see the thing is, um, the Montreal game was um. I don't want to say it was like a fluke. I, I I feel like that's like well, Montreal had two games to play that week, and one of them was against Seattle. They ended up winning that game, so it was kind of not obvious, but you, you kind of figured that there had to be some sort of wackiness 
going mm-hmm. into that game, right? I mean, you, you played two road games, so that game wasn't going to be easy. The Galaxy did not have another game. And on top of that, the Galaxy were at home, and nobody thought that they would win. So usually when that happens, the Galaxy kind of surprise us. Um, you can also even make the case that, hey, Cabral and Costa were not going to be anywhere near that team. So yeah. there were a lot of little things that, like, well, Cabral hey, was, I mean, what? Costa was on vacation. Right. Uh it was one of those things where it's like not quite fluky, but you know what? It's not going to change my mind. The LAFC game also didn't really change my mind either, only because it's against LAFC. Usually play well against them. For whatever reason, you get really pumped up for that game. So I thought it more than likely would have ended in a draw, as it usually does. Uh, LAFC, LAFC had not been in the Galaxy since 2020. So... I figure that, yeah, it's probably going to be a draw because you can mm-hmm. throw forms and records out the door when these two teams meet. Um, it's always and for them Always going. Right, right. The thing is, is that when you watch this game, for me personally, yeah, I thought they played well. It's nothing I haven't seen against, you know, no. LAFC. So it's not something that I felt was out of the norm, per se. So, no, that didn't really sway me either. And I said to myself going into the next one against San Jose, I'm like, well, let's see what happens in this one because I don't think they're going to get pumped up for this game. They may not lose this game, but I don't think they, you know, I'm not sure if they're going to look good even if they win. But it's a midweek game, playing against a last place team. Everything is going the Galaxy's direction. At home. (laughs) At home. I mean, so this is prime meltdown time for, for the Galaxy. So... No, my mind has not been changed, and obviously, after well, watching the last two games, it's I'm gonna stick with it. That yeah, the Galaxy season is is done. Like they're not making the playoffs. Not, I'm not saying I'm not saying that my mind has changed. I said I second guess myself after that oh, no. AFC game. No, no, no. Now no. the San Jose game reassured me. It was saying, oh no, 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 no. They're the, yeah, they're they're, done. they're back. They're done. They're 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 very much done. Um. Let's get uh, uh, before we get to the San Jose game because obviously th- that happened last night. Uh, we're recording on Thursday night. Um, the LAFC game. <sighs> okay, let, let let's talk about those two minutes because it was two minutes where the Galaxy lost that game. All right, so the Galaxy were uh, really yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll have something to talk about. Yeah. Final score, 3-2. Galaxy were 1-1. One, one. Uh, down one nothing. Uh, scored early in the second half. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was game on. <sighs> Two substitutions were made at the same time. Pretty early in the game. At least yeah. it, it, it was very... Oh, it was right well, after you know, the goal. It was, it was, no, no, sorry. It wasn't no, right after the goal. No, it wasn't right I'll, after the goal. I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you how I felt about this. Or, uh, okay. Let me tell you real quick. Um, within the first couple of minutes, I felt like we were going to lose this game because there was something that was happening that was, I think, pretty out of the ordinary. Um, Raheem Edwards was like a chicken with his head cut off out there. He did not know what to do. He was doing too much. He was pulling a... Alessandrini, like times 10. And as soon as I saw that, I mentioned it 
uh, during the game is that Raheem Edwards looks like he's trying too hard. He needs to slow down a little bit. He needs to calm down and be steady and be a badass like he always is. He never got there. He never got there. That's when I knew that we lost that game. So it was over the course. It wasn't over the course of those two minutes. Um, it was over the course of that first half where Raheem Edwards was just all over the place with no real direction. He was trying so hard to, I don't know, prove himself, to piss off the 32-52. I don't, I don't know what it was, but he was too up for this game somehow. Um, that was one. I thought Julian Rajo had a bad night. Sega Kulabali had an awful night. They exposed Sega's weakness so hard in this game. Um, but going back to those two minutes, Greg Vanny was going to make two subs early in the second half because Sam Grancier was completely, completely bottling it. He was worse than ineffective. Every attack went to die at Sam Grancier's feet. So Greg Vanny rightfully recognized that and was going to get him out of there. And then Grancier scored the goal and Greg Vanny held off. This was his mistake. Greg Vanny should have subbed him off despite scoring the goal because that was his plan. He planned to sub them off at the time. Grand Seer scored the goal. That was irrelevant to the game plan. And that's where Greg Vanny lost this game for us. This was 100% Greg Vanny's fault. It was a mismanaged game by Greg Vanny. Okay, so I agree with most of what you said. I agree that um edwards was trying way too hard um i kind of understand why he would put that extra emphasis i would understand why he want to do more uh than he probably should have um he had he a good game himself. against them at home so but he yeah. was very much he was very much exposing himself but he, he you know he, he rose to the you know he, he talked the smack in the first game and he backed it up in that first game. So I, yeah. I have to figure that he was doing the same thing. And being that it was an away game, you know, he probably felt, you know, he has to up his game, right? So um, I can commend him for that. But yes, uh, he had to have known that he was, what you say, he, he was running around with a chicken without a head because he was just trying way too much, way too hard. And he was basically, you know, leaving his team vulnerable. Um, wasn't his best game. Um, I admire the uh, the effort. I admire what he was trying to do, but yeah, it, it just it didn't help. In, no one, in this no one, situation. no one pulls him. No one pulls him aside and says, "Hey, dude, you need to calm down a little bit." Right. Focus. Well, we well, you know what? We don't know. We don't know if someone did that or not. Honestly, we don't know if if Greg Vanek went in there and said, "Hey, you know, calm down." We don't. We don't know that. Maybe Edwards. I mean, everybody you know. like so many people commented on the fact that he's like, "Hey." Edwards is doing too much. He needs right. Content. He needs so right. Um. Now, as far as Grand Seer, yeah, he had a very poor first half, or at least um, he looked to be very indecisive. He looked to be like, okay, this is going straight to Grand Seer. Um, either he's gonna lose the ball or take a bad touch. Take a bad touch, like you know, whatever it was. Um, you know, not doing too much. 
um, on the offensive side, you know, whatever cross that he, he made, uh, most of them weren't, you know, on target. It was just, yeah, uh, I think Grant Sear was one of those guys that I think also was trying too much as well, but didn't really know in which direction to go either. At least Edwards had, you know, knew where to, where to go. He just couldn't get there. Grant Sear kind of felt like, where where do I go from here? I don't know. I'm now, I know I'm supposed to be doing something, but I don't know what to do. Uh, he looked very indecisive. He just didn't really look like himself, especially in the first half. Now, was his game mismanaged? Yes. A lot of people will go back and say, why did you sub on two players uh, that are up there in age in a game that 30, was 30. fast-paced, yep. right? Uh, at the same time. Now, your argument could be, you know, he's kind of going for the juggler here, right? He's going, okay, well, if Victor Vasquez is the one that could kind of pry open a defense and expose – uh, you know, defenses. And if you, you have someone running in there, you know, Vass is going to find them, but you kind of but sacrifice. Again, he, he, he chickened out. He chickened right. out. He should have so, done it when he had planned to do it. I think if he would have done it when he had planned to do it, I think that the Galaxy was riding the momentum at that moment because they had just scored. They could have they opened up LAFC, and I think they could have gotten something out of that. I actually have to agree there because uh, for the, I don't want to say the majority of the game, uh, because it's going to sound kind of odd, but I think for large stretches of the game, overall, I thought the Galaxy was the better side. In fact, when the subs were made, at the time they were made, they were made in the 70th, 69th, 70th minute, somewhere around there. And I kind of felt that there was really no reason to do it, or at least not those two at the same time. Maybe if you do it like what you said, maybe the game plan was, hey, if I take this guy off, in the 55th or 50th minute or whatever, and then slowly integrate, you know, as a game uh, moves forward. Yeah, maybe you see some sort of different result. But too, too many, too many times I've heard that Greg Greg Vanny's explanation of why did you do this at this time or why didn't you do that? Oh, I wanted to see how they could work themselves out of this thing. And to, to me, it's like you should know already how this team is going to react to certain situations and i th and honestly i think that with with those subs at the time right after scoring the goal that allows the galaxy to get position get possession hold it and try to work something and play the game at a speed that's more and dictate the pace of the game because the the nobody was dictating the pace of the game it was like the ball was dictating the pace of the game because it was everybody was just sort of like going a million miles an hour yeah, at some point they needed point, they needed that like calmness. Really sloppy. Yeah, yeah. and I think they maybe, needed that calmness, and I think that, but you know, by Vanny waiting until after, until later after LAFC had to kind of settle down after the goal, that allowed them to to lose that momentum, and you know, you bring in two slow guys. Now it's like, oh, they made a change. Now LAFC can adjust to that and hit them where it hurts, and that's what they did. A lot of people will say, you know, so th the goals dropped literally the first play yeah, after right the they subs. came in. Right, yeah. right when the subs came in, uh, they got the first goal. About a minute and change later, they got the second goal. And obviously, yeah. a lot of people are going to be blaming themselves for that. And there's some truth to it. The devil's advocate in me says, you know, um, that might be a little unfair to put this on 
Vasquez or Sasha or, or even Greg Banning just for, you know, okay, well, you, you kind of messed that up. And then look at what happens two minutes after you make the subs. This happened. Um, the devil's advocate in me is kind of saying, you know, if, if Greg Banning decided to gamble here, saying, look, I'm not playing for a tie. I'm not going to counter. I, I have to kind of spread these guys um, a little bit. And if these are the players that can not only bring calm to the game, you know, one person is going to bring calm. The other one is going to at least give me some sort of offensive threat um, or at least the, the potential for another offensive threat. You know, let's go ahead and do this. Um, the devil's advocate of me says, you know what? He, he took a risk. Um, and he went, he went for it and he just, just, he, the gamble didn't really pay off. Um, I do agree that if he probably makes his subs the way he originally intended to do it. Yeah, maybe, maybe there is a result there, uh, even if it's a draw. Um, but even still, if you take away those two minutes in which the goals were scored. Once they got settled in. The Galaxy, again, I still thought was the better team. Um, I I think a draw would have been a fair result. Um, you can make the case that LAFC deserved a win. You can make the case that the Galaxy pod deserved a win. And that's just my opinion. I am not oh, upset yeah, I, at that. I think that game deserved a draw. Um, more than likely, I think, again, I think the fairest result would have been a draw. Um I am not upset, and a lot of fans weren't upset. Some were, because you lost your rival, so obviously that, that's understandable. Um, if you're expecting just mediocrity where you would have been okay with a draw, or you would have been okay losing this game because they quote-unquote played well, I understand that argument as well. Um, I obviously have a problem with losing, but we always say, you know what, be competitive. Be competitive. Don't mm-hmm. get blown out. Don't they were. you know? Don't look unmotivated. Don't look at it. They looked very competitive. And as I said, I think overall, I think the Galaxy were the better team. Um, and for that reason, I really wasn't that upset. Like we weren't necessarily supposed to win that game because every game we play against LAFC, we're supposed to get blown out, right? Uh, the fact that we played that way was, oh, okay, cool. You know, you you didn't you didn't. Uh, lie down, you didn't get beat, you know, you didn't get beat down. So I think overall, a, a lot of Galaxy fans felt that way. And then they put the blame on Greg Vanny for making themselves what he did. And, you know, um, it's very easy to do that. And I don't disagree that this game was mismanaged. I don't disagree that this game was on Greg Vanny. Um, like it wasn't. Even, on, I, I don't even think it was like Chirundolo outcoached him. I don't think it was that. I it wasn't. It, it was like tied his shoelaces together. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 No. 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 He wasn't outcoached. He wasn't anything. I think it, pretty much what what you just said. I, I just think he shot himself in the foot. Um, and that was that. Let me let me run down some of these stats here. Um, in a losing effort, the Galaxy held more possession over LAFC, which is a little odd, right? Uh, 56 to 44. Expected goals for the Galaxy 1.78, 1.54 for LAFC. So the Galaxy, uh, slightly better as far as uh, the chances that they created. 15 to 11 shots were taken. That advantage went to the Galaxy, including six shots on target for the Galaxy compared to only five for LAFC. 
Um, so the Galaxy actually outshot LAFC on the road. Um, more passes were completed from the Galaxy. They had more corner kicks, uh, six to four. Um, overall, again, slightly even. I mean, even, but a slight edge to the Galaxy in pretty much almost every category. I, I, like I said, I, I think that the, those two minutes, that window of two minutes of, I don't know, mental lapse of mismanagement of whatever it is, maybe that like they were still cold going in there. Maybe those, those two players didn't integrate themselves in the game um, fast yeah. enough. Yeah. And, you know, LAFC took advantage of it uh, because there's literally two shots that they took and those two shots went in. Um, so... But once they did get settled, guess what? Galaxy were right back in it. They were the one, you know, they scored a goal, uh, probably could have scored another one. Uh, they were the ones that kind of were were pushing the envelope a little bit. I think overall the Galaxy were a better side. Um, they weren't dominant by any stretch, but I just think that they were the better side. Statistically, kind of shows that as well. So it sucks that you lost to your rival. It sucks that you lost, period. But you didn't lay down, right? You didn't look like you did against Minnesota. You didn't look like you did against what would be San Jose. So you played um, 88, <laughs> you know, a, a decent good minutes uh, in the game. Um, so a lot of Galaxy fans were okay with, with it. Like, okay, you know, you did what you did. Unfortunately, you lost, but you put up a fight. Um then San Jose comes to town. And a complete 180 for this side. They're at home. They're playing against the last place team. They're wooden spoon contenders. They have yet to win a road game. And you come out the way you did. Um, you had a couple, you know early chances, nothing like too spectacular, but yeah, you had a couple early chances. And then Araujo just makes this needless, I, I don't even know what he's thinking here. Maybe it's yeah. an accidental he trip. Had a, he had a, a, a pretty bad um, night, in my opinion. I, I mean, the, the only thing that I can think of as far as Araujo personally in that game was just that. That's the only thing that comes to mind. I don't think he actually... Anything else kind of stands out for me? Late. He was late uh, to get back on the on San Jose's second goal. I mean, I know it was a quick counter and and kind of caught Galaxy by surprise. But... Well, I mean, no, it wasn't a quick counter because Sega Kulabali gave the ball away. Oh, that's right. So, that's right. So I really can't say, oh, Rahul did he get back quick enough? Like, no, we had possession of the ball. And Kulabali just here you go, guys, and all of a sudden we're off to the races. So no, it's not it's not really on him. Um, I don't. Remember the Galaxy having, oh, I'm sorry, the Galaxy, Araujo having like that bad of a game this time around. In fact, if anything, I thought, you know, he had a pretty good game. And I think even in the LAFC game, it wasn't all that bad either. I thought he was actually having a pretty uh, decent game as well. Um, but I don't know what was going through his head. I don't know if it was accidental. Maybe the, you know, feet just got tripped up. Didn't really mean to make a tackle because he wasn't going for the ball. It was literally like, you know, kind of just tripped his feet. Um, it was pretty obvious. It's a clear penalty. Um, I always get upset regardless of who it is, whether it's a player on my team or not, when, like, they know they commit the foul and they're just, as like, super shocked that it was right. called and, like, they're upset that it was called when you know very well that it was. 
whatever. It's not going to get overturned. And so, you know, if it's accidental, if that's your argument. Well, fine. It's still a penalty, right? Like you're still tripping the guy up. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, even if you were to forgive, like, okay, it was an accident and it happened, it's a penalty, whatever. Um, they, they still really weren't playing with like that sense of urgency, that sense of like, Try that you would have imagined the Galaxy, yeah. you know, would do against, you know, such a main rival. We don't want to have that conversation again, but it was a rival. Um, and then the second goal again, it's a bonehead mistake. It's a, it's a bad, it's a very bad giveaway. And uh, San Jose made him pay for it. Now the third goal, it's like, dude, come on now. Yeah, like, I think I think after that they're just sort of, you know, they're 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 pushing and yeah. Um, that whole first half, even if you were to take away the two mistakes, right? You take away the penalty, you take away the bad giveaway. There was no indication that the Galaxy were the better side. There was no indication that they were closer to the goal. There was no indication that they were the better team or anything like that. They came out flat. They looked uninspired. They looked like they just did not want to be there. Right. Um, being down 3-0 after that, you know, um, you know, the third goal, there's not really much you can defend them wrong, right? You can't yeah. say oh, it's a bad mistake. It's like, dude, you got fucking scored on again. What the hell is wrong with you? You know, because you weren't, again, you weren't, I don't think you put up another shot after. I don't remember a shot being put up or, you know, in that first half, like after being down like a couple goals. I just, I just don't remember it happening. I think the, and the goals came back to back. So I think that was another like, you know, two minute like window in which it went from one zero to two zero. It was like really, really quick. Um, so, I mean, I, I can't even go in there and say, look, they made two bad mistakes and it sucks, but the Galaxy were the better side. And it's just like, dude, they shot themselves in the foot. Like, no, if you shot themselves in the foot, you, you basically, I mean... You went for more than the foot in that first half. <laughs> you know, you basically tried to commit suicide and survived. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, but they came, but but you know, to their credit, they came out. I mean, who knows what happened in and in, in the locker room? I'm I mean, sure Vanny lit him up. Lit him up, absolutely um, lit him up. It's you know, it's, I mean, he made he made three changes at halftime. Yeah, he made straight up three changes at halftime, including Edwards. Yeah. Um, and put in uh, Gasper, who we haven't seen since like that first week we had him. That when pretty we, disastrous uh, yeah. game against uh, God. Who was that? That was the last time we lost three, three two or whatever at home. No, it was it was Houston, Dallas, one of those. But yeah, yeah. It, it was it, it was one of those games. Anyway, um, put him in there. You put Cabral in there. You put Costa in there. Now, here it is. I will give credit where credit is due. The Galaxy were by far, 100%, not even close, the better team in the second half. Uh, San Jose probably had one, two at most chances yeah. to score that I can think of. Um, I think uh, that's what, what kind of recalls it to, to, to mind. I mean, and you can make the argument that if they were literally any other team because San Jose sucks – if they were literally any other decent team, maybe they do score those goals, right? Um, 
but the Galaxy were on the front foot in the second half. And again, credit where credit's due. It's not saying much because the bar is about as low as dirt. But Douglas Costa looked like he wanted to play. Sure. He actually looked like, hey, I'm trying to, you know, put this team on my back. I am trying to do what I can to make sure we come back from this game. Still wasn't good enough. It still wasn't a good enough efforts. And I'm way past the fact that a DP is not producing. Like, oh, he had a good game. What made it a good game exactly? Yeah. The fact that he tried? Like, sure, he had his best game as a Galaxy uh, as a Galaxy player, but again, that bar is yeah. so low. Cabral, though. That, that literally, him putting on a jersey is probably a step up. <laughs> okay? Like, th- there's no reason for me to be encouraged about what I saw with Costa. Okay? Now, you can say I'm being negative, and you can say that I'm being toxic. That's fine. But I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong on this. Yeah. And I think a majority it's, of the people would agree. Look, I, I agree that he did better than he has done in any game. I can tell that there was an effort. I can tell that there was a desire to do something. But nothing was really done. And I'm not going to praise a, a, a DP that is simply trying hard. You're supposed to be producing. We're not paying you to try hard. We're paying you to produce. We're paying, we're, we're paying you to be a difference maker. Yeah. The try and hard is, is, is the, is the, like the, like symptom. the Raheem Edwards. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. it, it's one of those guys. It's one of the glue guys. Like, dude, we need a, we need an all-star effort from you. We need a, you know, a, a big time effort from you. And if you can go out there and run through a brick wall, cool. I don't need Douglas Costa to run through a brick wall. I need him to knock down the brick wall in another yeah. way. Create chances. So, Find the right. way around the brick wall. Right. So, yeah. produce. you know, so I, I'm not going to, like, again, I'll give credit that, yes, it was his best game, but it's not saying much. And yeah. no, I'm not impressed. And no, I'm not going, I'm not, my, my mind is not going to be changed that Douglas Costa is an absolute bust. And again, I get it. It's a whole second half of the season. And second half of the season, all of a sudden he starts producing. Okay, cool. I'll change my tune. I'll leave my words along with everybody else. But again, Chances are that is not going to happen. Um, let's stick with Douglas Costa here because he posted on Instagram a picture while suspended for doing something foolish, by the way. It was uh, – David, you had said after the Minnesota yeah, game. The Jermaine that, Jones – the Jermaine Jones yeah, – uh, uh, Yeah. The Douglas Costa is done. Not that he was a bust. Not that you finally said, you know, uh, I'm over him. It's that he is done like he has clocked out. Because there was no reason to do what he did at the end of the Minnesota game. He knew exactly what he did. Um, he knew exactly what he was going to do. Well, he had booked that vacation is what the problem yeah, is. Yeah, pretty so he, much. He, he right. Some time. He needed so, some time off. Right. So he posts this picture on Instagram. Um, and it became, um, I, I want to say, so, so, so the guy who posted it, uh, I believe it's uh, uh, Lone Star G. For Galaxy Twitter, 
that post went viral. Yeah. Because that had well over a thousand likes. The comments. Uh, Grimio, were, Grimio fans were. Grimio off. fans were going off on the comments. Um, and, you know, Hercules Gomez, I mean, it got a lot of attention. Uh, it, it got on. Um, oh, yeah. Hercules Gomez called up. Herc- yeah. Hercules I mean, not good. really. But, I mean, yes you know. and no, right? I mean, he's not going to dedicate the whole rant to tame. that. It but, was tame. Right. It was tame for what it was. He was, I mean, he was basically going after Costa at this point. But he, he also he said, said, like, well, who the hell is signed Costa? He was Seattle against oh. About the Galaxy. He said right, worse right. when he was no, playing yeah. for Seattle. Right. Um, but, you know, he, he's kind of, he, he gave Costa well, the benefit of the doubt, saying, hey, what if he's at home, right? We don't know where he is, really. But to post a picture like that when you're suspended after yeah. losing to your rival, you know, he said, read the room. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Read the room, guy. Yeah. Um, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. It, if, okay. Here. If this was Mark Delgado posting that picture after a suspension, you look at that and you go, "Well, what is he going to do? He's suspended." Because Mark Delgado doesn't have that that reputation, right? Of being of being a, 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 a I mean, he's not a party guy, but he's just you know. Um, if this was, I don't know, if this was Dejan that had gotten suspended or was injured or something, and he posts that picture, I, it's, it doesn't get the backlash that this gets. Yes. No, no, no. no. I agree. Uh, I think a part of me will... I think there's a part of me that kind of feels like... Mark Delgado wouldn't do something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, the other part is, and if he does, it would be a little uncharacteristic. And I think maybe that's where the backlash comes in. Because I kind of feel like I wouldn't necessarily be okay with it. Will it get as much backlash as, you know, if Douglas Costa or even Chicharito would have done? No, it doesn't get as much. But I don't think people would be accepting arms. it. Yeah, they, like they wouldn't be accepting wouldn't, of yeah, it, okay. but they wouldn't. wouldn't like, oh, but they wouldn't he's call. Having fun, he's having a good time. No, I don't even think that he'd be doing that. I think they'd be because upset. you know what? I just no, don't no, no. think here's, they would. Here's, they here's, would ask for his Here's a perfect example. Here's a perfect example. Chicharito, the year that he came over here, and that he was very clearly not prepared to, 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 you know, he wasn't in shape. He wasn't ready to play in MLS. He came over here, and what do we criticize him for the most? He was. Uh, distracted. He was. He would. He would be streaming while he was injured. Remember, he was streaming. Uh, uh, whatever he plays. Uh, on uh, on on game days when the galaxy was playing, he was injured. He would be streaming. Right. He still does that. He still streams. Does anybody say anything about it over the last two years? No, because I have, I have not seen it because yeah. he's just putting in the work. We see him because he's putting in the work, right? Yeah. Um, and I think we said that at the time that if he's scoring goals, and no one's really going to say anything. Um, but if he's not doing that and he's still doing his side, you know, projects, which is fine, but just make sure your main project is on point. Um, so I agree with that. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, Douglas Costa is already on people's you know 
bad list for him to do it like I say yeah again yeah I mean it it was just a boneheaded move um and according to LA Galaxy fan talk his wife sent him the video of uh her talking about it um before the game or not before the game but at least send the video so he was well aware of what people were saying um of what the fans were thinking about him um so maybe that motivates him uh maybe that's why he was playing the way sure uh, I don't. I, I don't know that for sure. How, how, how does somebody know that? I don't. Um, I. And I'm not saying that it's it. It's true. I mean, I guess I. I also feel that it's oblivious. Like I feel it's weird to think that like players are oblivious to what is being said about them. Um. I just don't believe that. I don't believe that they have to know, right? Like I get it. You, you know. The front office is not listening to this episode, has not listened to our podcast. It would be very naive to believe that they don't know what we're saying, though. Like, I can't imagine that the players are any different. Right, the players are probably not listening to us. They're probably listening to another podcast, if they do. They're not listening to us. They're not listening to, you know, but they have to know. What we're saying, if, listen, what we're thinking. If any, if, what, if any Galaxy player listens to us or has ever heard a snippet of the show, let us know. Because <laughs> that would be even amazing. Even by accident, even like even somebody by, was walking right. by and they heard it. I find it hard to believe that they don't know what, what's being said about them or what the fans think about them. And if they don't, obviously he knows now because he was booed when he when he entered the game. Uh, which which is exactly what I was hoping for. Um, if you're there on a Wednesday game, you have to be, you know, you're a fan, right? If you're, if you're there for a Wednesday game. Yeah, so, but, what if, but what if they were saying Boo Earns? Uh, they could have been saying Boo Earns. Um, I'm glad that it happened. Um, like I said, if, if he is somehow oblivious as to what, fans think of him that he definitely knows now and i again i find hard to believe that he didn't already know um more players but you're also assuming that. that he cares that's another thing because you know whether he can sleep he, he, he could he could very the well not tonight the way he sleeps his night is you know on a bed with a bunch of beautiful women on top of a big pile of money right right i'm not saying that it's gonna affect him but he'll know right and if he says who cares, I guess. which, you know, it's fine. But at least, like, it's there. Like, oh, okay, you know. Um, to some degree, it's going to affect something, even if it's minimal. I, th- I still think that there's some sort of effect there. Um, especially if he didn't think people thought about him that way. You know, at least it gets him to do that double take. Um, so, yeah. So... There was that he responded. Like I said, <laughs> why, he had a. He, did, he had a. Why did they came? What are they, why did they come to our game just to boo us? <laughs> um, no. uh, obviously you're not a Galaxy fan. Uh, <laughs> I. Uh, yeah. Uh, then there's. Uh, then there's Kevin Cabral. Mm. Well, we've said what boxing, we said about boxing extraordinaire. Right. Uh, we someone actually we missed this question when it when it was asked. Someone asked us a, a few weeks ago 
uh, what YouTuber should Kevin Cobral fight first? <laughs> I completely forgot to ask that question when we had the the the, the question part of the show. Um, I don't know how I forgot it because uh, I was laughing and like the, the the answer is probably like some Disney YouTuber, dude. That's probably the only chance that you're probably gonna get. Eric, Eric um, Boss, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, look, I get it. Ripping into a, a 21 year old, right? I mean, he is still a kid. Um, ripping into something like that is it does suck. Um, it is the nature of the sport, especially, though, right? Especially when it's, it's a guy. No, listen, it's not his fault that the galaxy went out and got him uh-huh. and, and and put all these expectations on him. That's not his fault. Okay, that's um, fair. It's not his fault that the galaxy thought that he was going to be successful or develop into something that he clearly hasn't. Um, that's not his fault. But, you know, as you said, such is the nature of sports. Um, I... At the end of it, I could, and we have criticize Capral for his lack of production, his lack of pretty much anything, right? And yes, ultimately it falls on the people who brought him in and who failed to scout correctly and who failed to see whatever it is that they thought they were going to see uh, or whatever it is that they saw. At the end of the day, it is the higher-ups who make these decisions. And yes, you can say, you know, Nobody is immune to this, right? You're going to have some hits and you're going to have some misses. Um, was a is a hit, right? Mm-hmm. At least momentarily, mm-hmm. he's a hit. Um, you can even make the case that there's some solid pickups. Maybe they're not like, you know, setting the league on fire, right? They're not. Uh, they're not going to be the 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 one of the uh, faces of the league, but you made some solid signings in Derek Williams. You made some solid signings in uh, Jonathan Bond, um, Raheem Edwards, although that that's kind of like a loophole because Greg Vanny already knew Raheem Edwards in his best years were under Vanny. Um, you know, then you have the misses where, you know, you have Kevin Cabral, you have... Um, Sega started to turn around, but has slowly reverted back <laughs> to, you know, yeah. last season. Uh, hopefully, I, again, again, Bobby's not, <clears throat> Bobby's not on here to um, defend Sega Kulabali. Remember, um, we talked about his deficiencies <laughs> and like obvious mistakes. And boy, these last two games, he had some mistakes. It was like he saved them all up and and dumped them all out on the in these two games. Um, yeah, that LAFC game. Oh my god, he was like a dog chasing a squirrel. He was just going after everything and not getting it and not getting it. I'm like, dude, if you're gonna go after that, get the ball. God damn it. Sorry. I thought he had a good save. In the, the, there was one good tackle that he made in this game. Uh, there was like a last ditch tackle, um, but yeah, he his 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 weaknesses are showing again. Yeah, um, and it is a little unfortunate. Um, and again, it's only a couple games, um, so maybe 
you know, he gets it going again. Um, but, you know, you, you go back to uh, like Kevin Cabral. And obviously the, what we're talking about was, you know, the uh, the volley that was right in front of goal. Um, mm. he, he, he practically whiffs it, right? I mean, he gets, you know, he makes contact. Um, it's not good contact. Um, I think a defender was just able to clear it out. He knew he mishit it the moment that he did it. Um, you know, we, we have seen this numerous times from Cabral. Um, and we always made some sort of excuse for it, right? It's expected. It's expected. Um, and now it's very much expected. Um, we, we all, again, uh, Whatever months months ago we called Kevin Cabral uh, a bust officially mm-hmm. um, that he's not going to materialize into whatever it is that the galaxy said he was going to materialize into or potentially materialize into. Um, like I said, I, I think you saw glimpses of it where yep his IQ is there he he could read the game he can put put himself in a position but you know if if it is a confidence thing um, and it hasn't happened yet. It, chances are it's not going to happen. So, um, again, I could be wrong. Um, not likely. <laughs> not likely. I haven't been wrong about most of the negative things I've said in the past, you know, half decade. So um, I, I can't imagine that I'd be wrong here. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's not his fault. Um, but. There, there's not going to be accountability, right? We're, we're, we're going to be, we're, we're still singing the same tune as we have been singing for again the better part of like more than half a decade now. Um, you know what I find frustrating, even more frustrating, if that's even possible, is that more and more people in these MLS circles are just now, for whatever reason, just now starting to call out the FO. I find that like really disturbing. Hmm. Like it's taking you this long to get on board what we've known for like since 2017. Like we've like, we literally have never won the wooden spoon and we went out there and this guy tore everything up in one season, tore everything down and put division two players and paraded them as division one players. And blamed literally everybody in the process got an extension because of it and now in 2022 when apparently it's going to be the last year of his contract that's what a lot of people start calling him out that hey what's going on with the galaxy i think well you know i, I mean it's part of it's, that it's i think just, part of that is because the writing's on the wall and my hope is that. So wait, so 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 you're saying the writings on the are barely coming up on the wall now? Like, no, are but barely like seeing the that contract wall is over, now? right? The contract is over, right? Uh, it's I over. Mean, well, we we're assume. assuming it's over. We're assuming it's over, and it didn't get renewed. We won't know until, as Josh said, he shows up to practice next year. Um, we're assuming he's not going to get renewed. So I think now we're not. As, we're not like, assuming that. We're hoping that. We're hoping that he doesn't get renewed. But what I think the MLS talking heads are starting to do is they're starting to look at it and go, well, this guy's on his way out. So let's go ahead and just trash him and question him and question them because I don't because because they don't have to be 
friendly with those people anymore. I I think that that's a problem in MLS. I who was I? Ta- I was talking to somebody. I don't remember who. It might have been Michelle. I don't remember who it was. But th- th- there's a problem in MLS in that you cannot criticize. Uh, and that actually, you know what? That might be a new like journalistic thing, right? Because politics, you can't really criticize anymore. Uh, you have to tread lightly of of what you do now. You really can't report the truth. You really can't. Call it as you see it. You have to step on. It's kind of like walking on eggshells here. You really, really have to watch what you say, when you say it, who you're saying it to. And MLS is kind of a big part of this, right? It's not just a galaxy. It's MLS in general in that you can't, if you're covering the league, you cannot badmouth the league, which is kind of odd because criticism is... And this is something that I've argued with you about the national team. Because criticism is actually essential to becoming better. You point out the deficiencies. You point out the mistakes. You point out what's wrong in order to fix them. You don't just pretend it's not there. You don't gloss over it. You don't paint everything, you know, the, the, these rosy colors and just hope that it fixes itself. Or hope that somebody will figure it out. That criticism is actually a really big part of making something better. And this is a problem with MLS in that they don't allow criticism here. Um, It's really big with the Galaxy. I think a lot of people will pretty much agree with that. Um, Won't name names. But I'm sure that there are people that will definitely agree with that. Um, but it's not just a guy. It's an MLS problem. And it, it's it's not good at all. And the fact that they barely doing it now. Look, look how long. It, it's, I... it's just it's it's bizarre to me. It, it's just really um, because imagine if this type of pressure was put on. Three years ago. Yeah. Look, look how long it took for people to start talking about DC United and uh, and Ben Olsen. Right. And uh, ironically, ironically, Ben Olsen was on the the broadcast team for the El Trafico game. I'm like, oh, great. Put a player, put an ex-player whose rival at the time was the LA Galaxy. Right. Um, and, you know, we all know Steve Holden, uh, Stu Holden has, you know, LAFC's, you know, dick down his throat all the time. But, um, um, you know, here's here's and and I was I I said I was gonna mention something about DC United. Um, we were reminded of of or what what I'm being reminded of is that you look at a team like DC United who set the standard for the league in the first in those first couple of years, who, you know. brought in the 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 high profile players they had success they were you know they were it they were the standard until the galaxy took over as the the standard bearer um but they've been largely irrelevant mm-hmm. to mls in like when was the last time they were relevant 2004 uh whenever freddie adu was signed <laughs> No, 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 no. They had no, that be, one year. No, no, they I'll be, yeah. They had that, think, no, they had the one year that they won MLS Cup. 
oh. uh, more recently in the 2000s. Oh. I, but it oh, was the, two, oh, the 2000s, yeah. But it was like yeah, it was when uh, Christian Espinosa was there. Okay. So but, that was the last uh, time that DC United was relevant. And it took this Wayne Rooney signing to come in as a manager to kind of get them back as a blip on the MLS radar because literally nobody talks about them anymore. Nobody talks about DC United. They've got four MLS Cups. Nobody talks about them. And I see a lot of similarities. And a lot of it is because DC United's ownership fell apart. They got purchased by uh, another owner who didn't really invest, hasn't invested in the team. They put a lot of, they put a lot of effort into um, opening their stadium, which was a good thing. Um, maybe that was the last time that, that people talked about DC is that when they opened the stadium. Um, but for the most part, they haven't really spent money. They've been very accepting of mediocrity for a long time. I mean, Ben Olsen was coached for God, like 15 years and never <laughs> made the playoffs. It seems, um, it's it's kind of scary to think that if a cl- if that could happen to a club like DC United, who has a lot of history in this league, it, and I think it's happening to us. And 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 that's you know that that's starting to sink in for me. The the thing is is that um, I think we had mentioned it. If it wasn't last week, it was the week before. I had said, you know, Chris Klein may not and, and company may not put the product on the field. May not have been successful in putting a good product on the field, which is, in fans' mind, the only thing that matters. Um, and there's some truth to that. Like, what's the point of owning or running a sport team or franchise, whatever, if you're not trying to win? But they've literally succeeded in, in mm-hmm. any, everything that they probably set out to do because winning wasn't on the top of their list. It's if we win, cool. It's like the cherry on top, but everything else. It's almost like an accident. Yes, it's almost like an accident, right? Exactly. But everything else they've, they've, they've succeeded in, right? The marketing, branding, uh, getting the name out there, right? The, additional, uh, revenue, additional revenue that like yes. other, other um, They treated sources. it as, yeah. you know, they treated it as a business, which it is, it is, right? I mean, I get it. I understand that you need to make money. You don't have money. You don't have a team. I understand that part very much, but there's uh, th- there's a balance there that should be that that, that should be done, and, and there is no balance. It basically is. I just need to make money. Um, they've done, they've been successful. If that's what they set out to do, they were successful in the beginning of you know post Bruce Arena. What do they do? I'm going to try this Moneyball thing, right? I'm not going to spend anymore. I'm going to go away because I'm going to try to save money and I'm going to, you know, pay these these players, you know, we're not going to buy these big contracts anymore. And that plan was quickly, you know, scrapped. And yet they, you know, fans still came out. They still bought merch. They still made money. Yeah. So why wouldn't he get a contract extension? Like, hey, this team sucks and you still made this much money? Yeah, why wouldn't he get a contract extension? Right. So in that sense, yeah, again, they pr- pretty sure that they feel very accomplished. How many times have they boasted about their, you know, hey, we're top 
three and TikToks and hey, look who we just brought in and hey, we invited this person to this game and I mean they 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 flaunt it at that's their trophy. That's what they that's what they show off. That's what they're proud of. So the galaxy are not irrelevant. They're not gonna fade away. They're they're very much still, hey. We are still very much in MLS. People still know yeah. who we are. Um, uh, the, the, the team next door is doing significantly better on the field. But guess what? Nobody knows about them because right. they still confuse, you know, they still confuse uh, the Galaxy with them. And they still think that, you know, Bale or Cellini are going to, to the Galaxy and not LAFC. So in that regard, yeah, they were very much successful. So, no, I don't think that we're going to become irrelevant. Um, and I think we were in there for so long that it's almost even impossible because, uh, even during the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the San Jose think, game, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so because, because, because even during the San Jose time, game, time is going to, it's going to tell. Well, at some point. Yeah. But I mean, you keep doing it. Sure. Um, but even during the San Jose game, I think it was to hold this. This is not the galaxy that we're used to seeing. And I'm like, really? Because this is exactly what the galaxy have yeah. been. For the past yeah. six seasons. Was what it, do you mean? Like, yeah, you're so, not used so to I think this. it was I think it was Bobby that mentioned that they were talking on. I didn't I didn't. Well, I wasn't listening to the broadcast. So I think it was Bobby said that that the galaxy isn't living up to the crest. Right. Just like Joe Titino said last year mm-hmm. um, that this wasn't the galaxy that that, you know, they don't deserve to wear the crest or whatever. And I mean, you know, and look, if you've been paying attention, it, the galaxy are getting ready for a rebrand. That's going to be the last thing that happens at the end of this year is they're going to rebrand the team. They're going to refresh the logo. And I mean, you know, I think that's in part because they're right. They don't deserve to, to wear the crest. So they're changing it because this is the different. This is this is now what the galaxy is. Loopholes. <laughs> um. Yeah. And, and I've said what I said about the, that. It's like it doesn't really bother me. Um. Yeah. All that much. So, so we're done. Um, so 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 let let's let's look at Colorado coming up, um, real quick. So we're we're gonna gonna love yeah, on the loss. It's at altitude. It's at altitude. It's another. I mean, I don't know if uh, Gaston Brugman is going to be ready for this game or not. Um, he's I think not. Danny said that he's going to be here by the end of this week. Yeah, which means that he probably won't feature in in this game. In this game, so maybe no. we'll get him for the following game after that but um i would expect that you know cabral will start costa will start chicha may not be back yet yeah i don't think delgado may not or be back delgado yet. are back uh and we missed delgado man we missed delgado a lot this this in this last game um our our buddy uh uh jihad asked um asked us if if he thought that we you know that if chicha and delgado being out last night uh, against San Jose made an impact on the game. And I think that uh, missing Delgado, yes, 100, 100% made an 100% on, on the game. Um, Chicha, I don't know. I'm kind of 50-50 on. I think that if, you know, Chicha had been in the spot that Cabral was in, he probably buries that. Um, yeah, I think he does. Yeah. Or at least gets a better effort on it. Yeah. Um uh, the, the the one thing I, I will say, since we talk about players, and I have to talk about two of them, uh, Delgado was by far the man of the match against LAFC. Um, obviously, did, you know, didn't score. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. yep. uh, yes. Like, didn't didn't score. 
uh, didn't score, didn't put an assist or anything, but 100% he was like the man of the match because that guy was all over the place and you saw how much you missed him and you saw how much you missed him in the first LAFC game. And I think I had said that yeah. uh, to Bobby, like, dude, you're going to see there's going to be some sort of like, you know, like void there. And you know, he didn't see it until after the game. So, um, and now, if you again, I don't know how you don't see it by now, but if you didn't see it with San Jose and what we were missing in that midfield with Delgado not being there, you haven't been paying attention. The other guy I have to talk about is Jovalich, who is now the uh, leading goal scorer sure. on, on the Galaxy. Um, this is not a knock on Chicharito. Uh, this is a knock on Greg Vanny for not having this guy come in earlier. Um, the guy is on fire. Um, as a striker, you get very streaky and, you know, this guy, uh, we talked about how, Hey, you know what he, he's scoring, but he's not getting that many opportunities, right? He's getting like the, the, the goal that he scored is just that one shot. Um, he took, uh, a few more shots in the past, uh, a couple games here. Um, and he continues his, uh, his tear now uh he did not score against lafc so that streak was uh was uh was broken um so um and he uh he took two shots in that game uh, he did not uh, find the back of the net against lafc uh but he made up for it in san jose scoring the two goals that the galaxy did score um and he, he took four shots in the, that game um so Jovalich now a uh, leading goal scorer, I think with seven or, or with eight goals, um, playing less than half the games than you know what Chicharito has played. Uh, minutes are just like a fraction compared to what Chicharito has played. Um, and again, I don't think it's a knock on. I don't. I don't mean this as a knock on Chicharito. I mean this as a knock on Greg Vanny. That Greg Vanny has zero reasons not to start this guy and to keep him there as long as he possibly can. Um, because if he does, that's again, that, that that's mismanagement. If, if you weren't already mismanaging this guy by not giving him, give him giving him the opportunity uh, when he has seized that opportunity at almost every, you know, time he got it. Um, it's, I mean, uh, he has zero reason to do this. Um, Chicharito will be going to the All-Star game. Him and uh, Araujo were uh, selected for the All-Star game. Um, and again, not a knock on Chicharito, but we, we know why he's going to the All-Star game. Um, uh, it should be Ovalich, right? For sure. It, it, I mean, uh, if we're I mean going, it should be Ovalich. It should be Delgado. It should be Delgado. It should be. I, I'm okay with Araujo going there. I think he has picked up his form. I, I don't think um, he's had an all-star form, though. Uh, I, uh, again, you could also when make is, the case. When is the all-star game this year? Who cares? When, who, 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 <laughs> who cares? It's usually the end of July. Who's the all-stars playing? The, say, uh, the, the Liga Mekis. The Liga Mekis? Oh, okay. Yeah. So again, like there's a reason why Chicharito was on there. Those are probably you sure. can make the case as yeah. to why Araujo is on there. Um, I don't care how hard you squinted, you know, you couldn't put Ef Efra in there. <laughs> um, even though I'm sure they they pushed for it. Um, I mean, they could have put his left foot in there by himself they, by itself. Right, they could have. But you know, Jovalich is Jovalich is 
left foot is is better than or I mean than uh, uh, Alvarez right now. Alvarez, and then he's using both. So you know, uh, we know who the better player is. Um, but you know, I obviously I have to give all the credit to Jovic here, who has been um, on fire. He's been uh, pretty much it seems in the past you know month or so that he's been putting the galaxy on his back. Um, He's had game winners. He's had, uh, you know, he he saved face, uh, you know, tying the game up or, or at least starting to, to starting the comeback. Just something. Obviously, you know, the brace was a little wasted in that it was a losing effort. Um, they couldn't even get the uh, the, the draw. But um, you know, it's good to see that he is uh, doing what he's doing, and you know, he's very much earned that starting role and i think right now it, it, he's probably the guy that you're looking at to score you're probably trying to find him above anybody else on the team and um you ride that hot hand as much as you can so um yep. greg vanny if, if if he just benches this guy for whatever reason it's just it's it's not gonna look good <laughs> on greg vanny um but uh, uh well what else? What, what what else? I mean, I think I, I think that's it for tonight. I I, I think we're good. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think we're okay here. Um, yeah, I, I have really nothing else to add uh, that we haven't already said about you know players or anybody else in the organization. So, um, yeah, uh, we uh, we'll see what happens in uh, Colorado and. Uh, Thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. This is David signing off. Good night, everybody. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.